Hey, good afternoon. Pat Zemer here with MagnaWave. Welcome to the MagnaWave Tuesday edition of Office Hours, where we come together each week and answer your questions, uh, talk about whatever you want to talk about with regard to machines, training, whatever the situation may be. Uh, we're certainly happy to answer your questions or have a discussion with you. Uh, first, ask that you share this with your friends. Just hit the share button. Let everybody know that you're watching because uh, some other folks might want to watch as well and potentially ask any questions about MagnaWave training, machines, uh, LZR lights, anything that, that a person might want to talk about. We're here to do just that today. So again, uh, send your text to 502-599-9722 and I'd be happy to call you back and we can have a discussion at that point. You can also call me if you have a portal, you want to call me on um, uh, Messenger, you can do that. I've got that hooked up here so you can call in live on Messenger or those of you on CastBox, hey Hazel's with us on CastBox, you can uh, uh, call in on CastBox, just hit the phone on the CastBox screen, keep it up so I can get to you as we're going through. I've got three screens here I'm dealing with, so I'll come to you as soon as I can. Those of you uh, listening to us on CastBox, uh, so we're happy to uh, have you there with us. I sent out a message, and maybe some of you saw it earlier, uh, that um, Dr. Amanda was going to be with us today at noon, and I made a mistake. Uh, Dr. Amanda is going to be back here today at four o'clock. Uh, to be with us to talk about all things MagnaWave PEMF and an update uh, from her perspective on the COVID-19, uh, what's going on there. I know a lot of folks are very concerned about that. States are starting to open up, restaurants are opening up, things are beginning to, uh, to happen. So we want to certainly uh, stay up to date on that and what's the best way to pursue uh, your business, those of you who are practitioners, what's a good way to deal with the COVID-19. As you know, those of you who are practitioners, we've started a new program where you can have machines and rent them out to your customers to use. If, they, if you'd rather not go to their barn or they don't want you coming to them, you have an opportunity to uh, rent a machine out to a customer for a day, week, whatever the situation may be, and that can work out very well. Uh, in fact, we have some practitioners at this point in time who have uh, as many as nine or 10 machines uh, that they're in fact renting to their to their customers to make sure that they get the health and wellness aspects that they're looking for utilizing uh, MagnaWave PEMF and and we're you know that's a that's a pretty popular program at this point certainly things are going to change the way things happen uh, with care I know uh, we're talking about opening our clinic back up working with someone on that as to how we need to facilitate the the you've seen the plexiglass screens that they put up or the plexiglass shields they put up for to keep people from getting sneezed on or coughed or whatever the situation may be and we need to pursue that how many people in the building at one time uh, as we move forward with that so we're putting all that back together and it's just as cumbersome for those of you who have clinics or those of you who have been going to people you have to work that out as to uh, what's the best way to move down that road if you have a question on that uh, send me a text 502-599-9722 let's talk about what you're doing if you have some ideas on what maybe we can do differently or what you're doing differently or can be done differently uh, ask me a question put a question here in the uh, comment section and i'd be happy to take a look we've got a lot of folks with us uh, Good morning to Amanda. Joe's with us. Maureen's with us. Good morning. Uh, uh, Michelle is with us and McKenna Carl is with us this morning in the uh, Tracy is with us. Sarah's with us. Sandy's with us. Great. Uh, Daisy is with us also. So we got a lot of folks with us uh, who have commented in the uh, in the chat bar. So if you'd like to put a question in there, please do that. 
Again, you can uh, send me a text 502-599-9722, and I'd be happy to call you and discuss your question. Uh, got a question that came in. A friend fell three days ago. I've, I figured dislocated shoulder, went to the hospital, it was confirmed, and they're relocating the shoulder now. Uh, should I wait to work on him? Well, you don't want to go to the hospital necessarily, but when he gets out, I'm, I'm just kidding. Uh, sure, uh, you don't need to wait. Uh, as soon as you have the opportunity to begin to treat his shoulder uh, and his back area, I would certainly do that. There's no open wound here or nothing like that. So you can give him some pain relief very quickly. Uh, someone who's in that type of situation uh, that is re uh, under some painful conditions with dislocating a shoulder. So there wouldn't necessarily be any reason to wait. Uh, and in fact, as we've discussed many, many times when you're dealing with, with athletic injuries or things like that, uh, it's a muscle soft tissue injury uh, or a problem, the quicker you get to it, the more, the more rapidly you can get good blood flow to the area, help the inflammation not come along uh, and to be a problem and the body can be in a position to better heal itself. So uh, that's certainly a thing to consider. It's too bad, that's very painful and no fun uh, when you have that type of uh, condition that, that you're dealing with, but you can certainly go uh, uh, right ahead and do something. Um, and there, another person asked, Amanda asked a client on chemotherapy, uh, it's contraindicated because it can intensify the ill effects that people experience when they're on chemotherapy. Uh, this particular person's on a oral chemotherapy, um, uh, oral uh, type of uh, drug. And uh, sometimes that's a little easier to control than the ones that are intravenous uh, that are given. Uh, so, in, in, but you can try. Uh, what I would say, a lot of docs, we always certainly recommend that you talk to the doctor, uh, get a good understanding of, of what they're doing and uh, get the doctor's approval before you certainly treat someone that's on chemotherapy or when that type of uh, disease condition with cancer or anything else like that, it's always good to, uh, to talk with the doc. But once they understand, if you want to work on somebody who's in chemotherapy uh, and see how it affects them because they're still in pain, they still got discomfort, they want things to work. In some places, doctors are talking about, yes, treating during chemotherapy because it does have a tendency to enhance the metabolization of what's going on in the body. And so they may want to try that, uh, to do that, to get a little better reaction uh, to the chemo. And of course, there's folks that don't use chemo and that's a whole new conversation on its own. But uh, so it's always best to clear that with your doc as you're, as you're dealing with them and understand, and understand where it's at and uh, which way you're going. And um, so that's just a good thing to consider. Another question I've searched and read and see amazing results for wire cuts. How often did you treat? daily, three times a week, whatever the situation may be. Well, what you want to do anytime someone has an open wound or a cut like that, you want to treat basically as often as possible. Could you treat someone twice a day? For sure. Uh, I would certainly recommend in those type situations that you treat three or four days in a row uh, first, if you can, and then treat a couple times a week, once a week, whatever, if, if they're having discomfort. You know the rule, treat as long as function continues to improve or pain continues to diminish and then treat as often as necessary to maintain that plateau. Treat as often as necessary uh, if that's once a week, twice a week to uh, keep things where you want them, keep the pain from returning, so on and so forth. So that's a good way to approach 
uh, those types of situations. Let's see if we got any other questions here, new comments uh, coming. Good morning, Kathy's with us, Sophia's with us. Uh, Katie looks like has a question. Is it safe to treat a horse with a severe infection? The vet has looked at this horse and currently the area is draining, but very swollen. And there has been some blistering on the skin, so it's very sensitive. Well, again, you want to talk with the, with the veterinarian if there's an ongoing infection. What we did years ago when we first started, if there was an infection or a horse was running a temperature, we let the vet, we didn't let the vet, the vets would give them their medication that they want to have the antibiotics or whatever they're going to give. Let that kind of run its course for uh, 12 to 24 hours to get everything assimilated into the body. And then we would come back and treat at that point. Again, some vets may want you to say, as they become more familiar with what we're doing, well, let's give the antibiotics, let's give this, and let's treat at the same time to improve the metabolization, get a little more effective release into the body to potentially work on, on this type of infection. And of course, it depends if it's a head infection or where the infection may be as to how you approach uh, working on it. But it is safe uh, to work in those conditions. Again, you always want to check and clear these uh, situations uh, with your doctors and be able to uh, make sure that you're clear and exactly uh, above uh, in good standing with what you're wanting to do as you uh, work with folks and go along in that down that path. So if you have a question, just put it in the chat box there and I'd be happy to answer it for you. As you know, we're coming to you live on Facebook, uh, the MagnaWave corporate page. We're on the YouTube MagnaWave channel and certainly on LinkedIn and CastBox if you want to listen to us on CastBox. Uh, it's a good radio type application to be able to hear and see what we're doing. Let me come back over here and see if there's anything else uh, that we could come up with as far as a question. Um, starting doing a horse seems sick with a temperature and sweats. The vet was out and tested for everything, Lyme and tick bite related. Uh, she's treated him twice from the withers back, but every time after he's has a nasal discharge that is milky, clearish, no odor, uh, any ideas? Well, you know, this is the time of year you could be dealing with allergies, uh, in the animal, there could be some release from the lungs, some various points that you may getting to help clear the lungs that could come as a nasal discharge. So uh, as long as things are okay and they're continuing to approve, and you've also, again, discussed this with your veterinarian, it's okay to take a look at what's going on there. And that's that sometimes that happens. Some horses just do that. Some horses drool. Some horses will have a nasal discharge as you're treating them and they're releasing and they're clearing things up. She mentioned that she didn't get up around the head and neck. You really don't always have to get up if you want to do uh, sinuses. <clears throat> I'm having some real sinus issues during the springtime with the allergies and things like that. It's affecting my sinuses and I get a little vertigo when that goes on. But I've noticed if I go to treat, I treat, put the butterfly coil right here on my on my face and I treat and I'm better. I don't have uh, the situations that I have. And it's mostly at night that the allergies bother me and it gets to be a little bit of an issue, but certainly uh, to treat that type of area. But the discharge is not totally unusual. Every animal is different, how they react. Every person is different. Some people you can go treat their sinuses or their allergies and they'll notice a draining and a release 
immediately. Others, not so quick or whatever, but you, 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 you will get those differences as you do treat uh, the head area of someone dealing with allergies or sinus types of conditions. Uh, let's take a look here and see for something else. Um, uh, went, I uh, have a young thoroughbred uh, being treated for 14 days with TMS. I'm not sure. I know what TMS is, but I don't, I'm not sure about in this application what they're referring to for a virus that went through the barn. 14 days later, still on nasal discharge, dry cough. Um, yeah, and again, that type of situation, uh, you can continually have a discharge. Again, every animal has a tendency to be different. Uh, let me come over here, come back up and see if we got anybody else in StreamYard that's asking any questions. Um, here we go, let's see. All right, um, treating my husband with spinal stenosis, five days a week on the semi five for 20 minutes, energy mat, 15 minutes, large loop around the neck. Would you recommend I treat any other areas? P.S. He was a complete skeptic and after one week is saying, wow, this is working. Well you're doing the right thing. I mean, you, you could do head and shoulders and back. Uh, you're basically doing a full body through the torso. Uh, I don't know that you would need to do uh, anything else, large loop around the neck. You want to do one thing though. You want to kind of change that up. Maybe you'll rest the loop on the, loop on the neck today. Tomorrow, let him lean back on a chair and put the loop around the back of his head this way. So you're coming straightforward with the signal. You want to change it up <clears throat> as we talk about changing the direction, changing the intensity. Now around the head and shoulders, it's not always easy to just change the intensity because it may be uncomfortable, but you want to change the intensity. It's easy to go down with the intensity in those types of situations, but you can certainly do that. Do you need to do anything any different? No, you're doing uh, 20 minutes energy mat, 15 minutes larger. Uh, would you recommend? No, I think, I think you're right on. Uh, it doesn't hurt. Oh, one thing you could do, uh, take that large loop and put it over the shoulder. So it's coming this way through the body and do each, each shoulder, just keep changing it up and, and working the tissue from different, different directions would be one recommendation, uh, that I would have to doing that, uh, treat the chest one day, treat the back another day, and just keep, as I say, changing it up. So the body's always got new stimulation. It's not growing used to it. Doesn't slough anything off. And uh, uh, consistency is the key. Uh, you could do it twice one day and then once the next day. You could do it twice one day, lay off a day, do it twice. Uh, the secret, as you know, if you're going to do it more than once a day, you want to wait about four to six hours between treatments. Because basically what you're doing is you're charging up this bat body's battery and you got everything doing its job. And it's going to take a while for it to wear off. So you don't need to charge it anymore. Do the treatment let it go for four hours, five hours, come back and do it again. You've recharged the battery. You got everything moving the way you want it to. <clears throat> and you can go, <clears throat> excuse me. And you can go on in that time. <clears throat> need a little water. You can go on in that type, <clears throat> that type of situation. Okay. Let's see. Uh, uh, Aaron's right on point. You are great. Yeah. Thanks, Aaron. Thanks for your input there. Aaron got, has got this stuff figured out. And as you know, if you have questions through the week and you want to talk with somebody, call the office, ask for Aaron or Teresa in the training department. 
they can answer your question. If they need some assistance with the question, they'll go to Dr. Amanda or to me or to whoever they need to go to, Dr. Marty, and get some input to help along. We want to take this as deeply and as, as effectively as possible when you have questions. So always feel free to call the office if you're talking about treatment questions. Uh, call your sales rep or your product specialist that you've dealt with, they'll put you in contact with someone. They can get you onto a three-way call with Aaron or me or Elaine, uh, whoever it needs to be to help you uh, answer those types <clears throat> of questions that you may have. So please always feel free to call the office, send an email to support at MagnaWave PMF if you PEMF, if you got a question that you specifically uh, want to ask, let me take a look here and make sure no one has sent a text. No text, so nobody wants to talk to me live, darn it. But if you do talk to me live and you call in, you'll be entered to win a, a grab bag of MagnaWave gear. As you know, we've got new gear, new logos, a lot of things changing there. So if you'd like to have some new MagnaWave gear, send me a text and uh, I'll give you a call back and we can discuss whatever it is that you might like to uh, to talk about. And of course, if you're on CastBox and you'd like to talk to me, hit the little telephone, I'll join and we can uh, answer any questions that you may have. Let me come over here and see if there's anything else. I got to switch these screens around so it gets a little challenging as I do that. Um, I'm an equine body worker as regular clients. I've worked for several years. Yesterday, I worked on one client's arts and been dealing with fusion surgery for a year under constant vet supervision and now fusion of a bone chip. I have vet's permission to treat with MagnaWave and massage. I normally do the Masterson method fascia work once a week, but due to the COVID-19, I've not been able to see him for two months. I have a sole, use a large loop off the body and the top line at the very lowest setting. He loved it. He was much worse or lame after the treatment. I don't know, and I know this can happen. My question is, how long does it normally take to see improvements? 24 hours and the recommended time and amount of time for subsequent treatments. <clears throat> well, exactly. Typically, you'll treat an animal and they show improvement immediately. But some animals uh, or people as, as well, it takes a little time for it to work and it could be 24 hours. And if you have a situation where you've got an animal, let's say you've got this animal and, and you treat them, you, they love the treatment, but when they get off the treatment and I, uh, they, they have some referred pain somewhere that you've eliminated pain in one location, then there's referred pain in another location that all of a sudden shows up and they act a little lame or they act a little uncomfortable. And you may need to go back and find the area again and treat those areas. Now, if you're doing a full body treatment, you're probably getting to that. And I've told this story over the years. And for those of you who've heard it, I'm sorry, for those of you who have not heard it, I had a racehorse in Florida. The veterinarian came to me and he called me Dr. Voodoo, but he came to me and he said, I got this horse that's got back problems in the, somewhere in its uh, left back. I can't seem to find it. I can't get him to improve. Take your little magic box out there and see what you can do. I went out to the barn, treated the animal uh, for about you know, 30 minutes, my normal type of treatment and to see what was going on. I didn't really find anything in particular, but I just did a standard treatment. Horse went to the track the next day and did better, but not as good as they wanted it to, and there was still some issue. So I went back and I treated the horse again, and I took my time to really work, spend some time. I was on the horse maybe about 45 minutes that day, but I was concentrated on that left hip. 
And I went in there and I basically moved around with my butterfly coil and I just moved very slowly, turned it up so I could find, find the area and bingo, I hit a spot down on the lower, lower hip area by the glutes that just pounded when I uh, used the device on it. And so we found the spot, we thought, treated this, treated that animal. Once I found the spot, I treated the spot itself. Then I treated the area around the spot. Like I always talk about, clear the highway, get everything cleared up. So the rubbernecking is gone. The blood can flow freely. The cars can drive freely. And that that's what I did. The horse went to the track the next day, like nothing was wrong. And he performed wonderfully. Now it started to come back. There was a stress issue we determined. And so we continued to treat the horse regularly two or three times a week. And the horse continued to run, went back to the track, won some races and everything was great. And I asked the vet uh, sometime later, I said, what do you think it was? He said, it was a Charlie horse type of thing. It was a spasm and it was stress related. He was fine in the barn, fine doing as soon as we took him out, took him towards the track, he tightened back up and it would be a problem. But you had to loosen it up enough that when he walked and he started being a little stressed, it wasn't ready to tighten up immediately. So he didn't tighten up and he continued to go and he went to the track and everything was great. So that's what, that's what you have. And kind of coming back a little bit to this horse that she was talking about, I've had that with racing jockeys. You treat their low back and the next day their shoulders hurt. Their shoulders hurt anyway, but the low back hurt more. So you find new things. So you can treat a person, treat an animal, and all of a sudden, ooh, this is sore now. You got to keep working that, work the areas, and, and work it through on those types of <clears throat> those types of situations. I hope that was helpful. Let me see. Um, got some more questions here. Uh, let me come back. Okay. Uh, I have a semi three and I'm still a bit confused as to how much time is appropriate in an area as compared with a stronger machine. Okay. Great question. And that's one of the things we talk about in power. What you need to understand is if you have a stronger machine a Max, for example, or a Maya, or a Pulse Pro, or, or a Julian, you're dealing with a stronger unit. Normally, you don't turn those machines all the way up. You might get it up to a third of the power. You might get it up to a half of the power, which is going to be in the neighborhood of the Soul, or the Semi-3, or the Semi-5. So for overall body treatment, to just treat an area and work an area, you don't really need to be any longer than you would use a max. Two to three minutes on an area, five minutes on the hips. If you're doing, if you're doing the, what I used to do is I'd do uh, top line front, back, and I, that would spend about 10 minutes on the left side of the horse, go around top line, neck, back, shoulders, another 10 minutes with a sole, or a semi, depending on the coil that you're using, you can do the same thing. You don't have to treat that horse for 20 minutes on one side as opposed to the other side. Now, if you have a specific area of injury, and let's say it's on a knee or an ankle, and you're going to take that Max machine or that Maya machine, use its versatility and crank it up a little bit to treat that hock, to treat that knee, ankle, foot, whatever it may be, for 10 minutes. With the sole or the semi or the semi five, you're going to need to treat that area probably for 15 to 20 minutes because you, you, you can't go as high as the max. So in those cases where you get to a higher intensity uh, on, on the max, you just use the sole or the semi longer. 
It's not that you have to do everything longer. It, that's not the case. If you do an overall body treatment, just treat it normal. If your treatment time is 30 minutes, or if you've seen somebody treat for 30 minutes, you can do the same thing with, with the uh, uh, sole or the semi machine. It's just that when you get to those areas that you would want to turn it up, for example, uh, uh, Joanne's horse was having some foot issues. In fact, there was a, there was an abscess on, on this horse that we were trying to deal with. And normally if we took a max out there, we would take the max, put it on the hoof pad or use the butterfly on the hoof. And we treat it as high as we could get it. The hoof would be bouncing for 10 minutes. And we might do that twice a day or do that every day. And bingo, you rapidly pull that abscess out. What we did in this case is we put the, using the, the uh, semi, the semi three, put the hoof on the pad and we treated it for 20 minutes as high as the machine would go. Three days, abscess was pulled. So ran it twice as long for three days and it did the same type of job. So that's the thing. But time is the deal. Sometimes you can't go three days. And so you want to do it maybe today twice in, in a four hour span because you're in the neighborhood and you can do that on a, with a more powerful machine, shorter period of time. And time is the essence as to uh, what we're doing when you're providing treatment. So I hope that answers that question and, and, and makes it a little clearer in, in what you're trying to do uh, with the, with the semi or the sole machine uh, and I hope that was, hope that cleared it up. Let me know if, if you did. If you'd like to talk to me, 502-599-9722, I will phone you back and we can uh, visit and see what it is that you'd like to talk about or answer any questions, enter you into the drawing to receive a, uh, a basket or a bag or a box of MagnaWave gear, uh, all types of things on the horizon. There's a couple of things that we're doing that, that I know you've uh, maybe noticed. We now have face masks. If you're looking for a face mask with the MagnaWave logo, we have that. We have some hand sanitizer and uh, we've got an access to hand sanitizer that we're going to be uh, probably offering in larger bottles. Uh, we got a friend in the distillery business who's who's doing that, so we're gonna. We feel that our potential supply of sanitizer is in good shape, and uh, so we're, if you're interested in that type of thing, let us know. But we do have the small bottles of sanitizer available and face masks, and certainly uh, we're dealing now where we're working with Dr. Randy and the new LZR uh, red and white light therapy. Uh, that's very beneficial that people like to use in conjunction with the MagnaWave. If you're doing a joint or wherever, it's effective. One of the questions that people ask, will light therapy uh, penetrate the hair of an animal, a dog or, or a horse? Well, certainly not as easily as if it's on bare skin like it would be on a person. But, you know, the hair is, it's not like a fabric of a shirt, but so you can Put, put, that lay, put that LZR right on the area and leave it there for a couple of minutes and you will get penetration. Not as good a penetration as you're certainly going to get with the MagnaWave, but you've got some heat that you're developing with the lights because of the intensity of the 12.5 volts that they're operating at and, and 12 point watts, I mean, I'm sorry. And, and it just makes it more efficient. So you can use that. Now, when you're talking about ankles and knees, the, the hair is not nearly as thick. You can come on the inside and treat in that type of fashion. Certainly on people, we're seeing uh, nice results with people with their wrists. Neuropathy, people experiencing neuropathy. Uh, and I had a neuropathy type of situation. It wasn't any damn fun. And, you know, you, when you get to be starting with a seven and ending with a one, and I go to the doctor and I'm having some neuropathy issues. And she says, well, 
you know, you're getting a little older, you're going to have that. Well, thank you very much. I don't want to have that. And uh, so I went and started using the MagnaWave on my feet and uh, I had very good results. In fact, I'm off my medication for neuropathy. I treat my feet maybe once a week and, and uh, 10, 15 minutes and I'm having no issues. Other people, based on the type of neuropathy, the MagnaWave may not be as comfortable. And so they can use the uh, LZR light on the bottom of their feet and the top of their feet to get some good penetration and get some good blood flow. It's more comfortable to them. Maybe they like the heat, do the two of them together. Uh, maybe use the light and then come back and put the MagnaWave under the feet for a few minutes. So there's just a lot of ways to use this as a complementary method when it comes to doing things. So we're excited about that. Uh, and, and a lot of the practitioners are enjoying the lights as well. Let's see. Um, repeated my question twice. Annie, let's see. Where's Annie's? Okay. Uh, okay. Let's come here. Um, next question. Would love to get a face mask and hand sanitizer. Sand, 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 hand sanitizer is what it is. Uh, I'd love to get some. How do I get that? Well, Chris, uh, I believe it's on the website. Is it not at this point? Not on the website. What do they need to do? Call the office? Send an email. That's what it is. Send an email to support at Magnaway PMF. I need some hand sanitizer and a face mask, and we will get to you and get that stuff for you. Uh, email. Do, 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 do. Send that, and uh, we'll get you taken care of. Is it going to be on the face on the uh, on the website? Yes, it is going to be on the website. Chris tells me, and uh, so we'll be uh, following uh, that as well. So there you go. Uh, it's kind of cool if you want to have a MagnaWave uh, face mask and certainly some hand sanitizer. The hand sanitizer is not very expensive. It might be a nice item that you leave behind. Maybe if you're under the rental routine with, with your machine or with the other machines that we're making available to you, uh, when you go drop off the machine, give them some hand, hand sanitizer or give them a mask. Uh, it's just a, a good way to uh, let people know that you're very concerned that we're taking care of the equipment and, and doing the top-notch uh, services with your particular customers. Uh, Maureen says the hand sanitizer is great. Uh, email support and we can send you a quote. There you go. Uh, if you'd like the uh, face mask or the hand sanitizer, the LZRs are on the website and uh, we're going to be having some protocols uh, that we're developing for small animals, large animals, and for people uh, with the LZR. There's already a lot of uh, protocols for people. And red light therapy and white light therapy has been used for years uh, in the uh, equine world and the small animal world. A lot of people have moved on to lasers. This is a very powerful uh, light. And, and one of the things that, that people are using it for is uh, to lose some inches, uh, you take, and what it does is you, let's just assume that this is a, a fat cell. And, and so you are, are working on that fat cell. You put that red light on it. What happens is that cell kind of comes down to be like a raisin and very small fat cells aren't large to begin with. So it comes to be very small. Then you put the PEMF, the magnetic PEMF on the belly, if you will, or wherever you're working to reduce inches on a person. And that stimulates those cells to be pushed into the lymphatic system and out of the body. We have some people that are having wonderful, amazing results uh, using the light therapy in association with the MagnaWave to help reduce inches or lose some weight, if you will. Uh, it's very effective from that type of situation. And certainly it does the same thing when it comes to helps aid with inflammation reduction. Very complimentary, works very well together. On a person, you'll use this light for only a minute on a particular area and that's it. 
uh, and then you, you could come back a few minutes later and do it for another minute, but you really don't need to do a lot more than that. This is not the kind of light that you're going to put on and leave for 20 minutes or anything like that. On an animal, you do have some hair you're dealing with, so you are going to potentially put it on, leave it on that area for a couple of minutes or raise it just an inch off the area and leave it there for a couple of minutes to work the, the warmth and the light into the hair follicles and the skin. And that is, think about if you're energizing the hair follicles going into the skin, you are going to get a little residual depth and things like that. So there's a lot of potentiality there to use uh, the red light therapy, red white light therapy uh, in conjunction and in concert with the MagnaWave uh, PEMF. All right, let's see any other questions. Let me come over here real quick. No questions that I see on CastBox. Got several people with us today on CastBox. Thank you uh, for being with us. We're excited to have you and uh, always want to uh, uh, help people understand the health and wellness. A uh, couple of things uh, that are happening that we're working on that, that you might find uh, interesting. Uh, we are going to begin a, um, a biohacking wellness um, radio uh, program on CastBox exclusively where we'll be interviewing uh, practitioners, we'll be interviewing doctors, utilizing PEMF therapy and uh, those types of things. Plus we'll be talking with other people in other uh, integrative medicine areas. I'm writing a book with some of these folks on, on talking about miracles of various integrative medicine usage. And, and I'm going to interview those folks on CastBox what's happening that's pretty exciting is we're going to do the same thing biohacking wellness tv uh, that will have the office hours on it we'll have special uh, programs that i've done with dr marty and various people we'll get dr amanda on there but uh, uh, biohacking wellness tv will be available very shortly on roku and fire tv so you'll be able to watch these uh, particular videos and programs uh, on your TV uh, through Roco or through Fire. So we're excited about that, uh, how, it, how that will, will work. And so practitioners, if you want to participate with that, drop me a line. I want to do some recordings both on uh, CastBox as well as the uh, do some interviews, what you've done with your business, what tremendous uh, activities you've had with your devices. And we just want to do what we can do to help you spread the word, become the authority, and uh, help you build your business and your, your clientele. So that, again, it's Biohacking Wellness TV, Biohacking Wellness Radio. It's coming soon, so you'll know more about it, and you'll be able to watch uh, on Roku and Fire TV. We will expand that to go into the other uh, streaming platforms, but we had to start in, in one place. I did an interview, Elaine and I did an interview uh, with Jack Canfield on his Jack Canfield Success TV network that's also on Roku. And I believe he's now also moved over to Fire. It was amazing the number of people that we had no clue that watched that, that began to ask us questions about MagnaWave, what the device does, and how it can work. So we're looking to build that whole thing up to, again, work to uh, be with our practitioners to help them uh, expand their level of business and to make their clients happy, happy, healthy, and, and uh, in a better state of wellness. So if you have a question, simply uh, put it in the box. I will take a look at it, answer the question, and uh, go from there. Uh, let's see. To confirm what I think you just said, mm, I hope I didn't say something wrong. The semi takes no longer than a max to do a whole body treatment, but does need more time if treating individual problem area. Did I understand that right? C 
correct. Uh, you, under, you understood that correct. Uh, typically on a max, when you're treating the full body, you never get over 50%. And using the semi, you might be a little less than 50%, but you're, you have enough power utilizing the large loop or the butterfly, whatever it is that you want to use, the wave wings uh, on using the, the uh, semi three or the semi five or the sole machine, you can, you can treat in the same type of speed that you would with the max. What you lose is the, the versatility to utilize uh, on for some immediate foot problems, some immediate uh, elbow, wrist, wrist, knee problems on, a, on an animal or in an athlete. When you're dealing with a professional athlete, let's say, and these forces are like that, you need more power when you're in the appendages, when you're working on a wrist or an ankle, whatever that is. You want more power right now to get to it on the semi or the sole machine, you're gonna do that longer. So if you would treat somebody for 10 minutes on their wrist uh, with the max, you might be 15 to 20 minutes with the semi, uh, even longer potentially, depending on the time freedom that you have. But Sandy, you got it right. Uh, they all do the same thing. They all are using the same kind of signal. It's just a matter of what you need as far as that. If you're using a semi or a max, for example, and you split it, you're losing some power because you're splitting the signal, but you still got a lot of power that you're dealing with if you're going to split the signal and do two knees at one time or a foot and knee, but one with the hoof pad and one with the butterfly, you're still going to have a significant amount of power. The versatility is what is there. And of course, the, the end of this story is that uh, for years, all I had, all anybody had was the max type of machine. Technology developments have allowed us to, to power the machines differently, bring the cost more in line with, 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 with what may be beneficial for folks. That's allowing people to, for example, if you're in a business and you want to have an associate with you and they can use the semi, if you will, and the large wave wings and do overall generalized body treatments very easily, not a lot of training involved, and be able to do that. You can rent your machine to someone, show them how to use those coils and treat their horse to get a good overall massage, uh, acupuncture type of uh, treatment for them at, at that time very easily. So that's where something like that can come in, come into play. We've got folks that have multiple machines, multiple machines that are in fact doing that uh, very successfully. Uh, let's see, we have another question. I'm a new practitioner giving demos and notice that with my first horse, it took me about 40 minutes to treat him because I felt he was nervous about the clicking sound. I wonder if it sounds similar to an electric fence to him. He definitely relaxed as the treatment went on, but I wonder if all first time treatments may take longer to get a horse used to the sound and feel. The quick answer is no. Some horses are gonna take to it immediately. Others, and, and a good judge of that, if you've got an animal that is not comfortable with clipping, or with other things that you're doing around the horse, if you're dealing with a horse and they're uncomfortable there, they're probably gonna be uncomfortable with, with our machine. But if they're not uncomfortable, they just stand there and let you clip away or groom them, whatever you're doing, then they'll be comfortable with, with the machine. I always approach the animal first with the coil not on, nothing going on. Just let them smell, feel, look, rub the coil down their back so they get used to this thing uh, that I have because they, they, it could look like a rope, it could look like a lasso, whatever, and they may or may not be comfortable or uncomfortable with that. But that's what I do. I familiarize it. Then I turn the machine on very low. You can hardly hear it. Brrr. 
so fast clicking, put that up, let them feel that on their nose or their head and just or their neck just a little bit. Then I start on the chest area and, and go from there to make it comfortable so they relax with it. If you follow that type of protocol the first time, a couple of times you treat an animal, they're going to be comfortable and they're going to get to it. But you may have an animal that never, I've had some, believe me, I've had some horses that if I didn't have someone helping me, I would not treat. Wasn't that I couldn't treat them. Wasn't that it didn't work when I treated them. It's just that they didn't want me around <laughs> when I treated them. And, and uh, I, I've told the story a million times. I was at, at Ellis Park over in the Henderson-Evansville area of, of Kentucky and Indiana, and I'm treating a horse, and the, you know, the trainer's there with me, and, and she's holding the, holding the horse, and the horse is doing great. And, uh, and she told me when I went in to do the horse, I got to help you because this horse will take advantage of you. And so I'm there and I'm treating this horse and she's standing there. We're just having a nice conversation. And all of a sudden, what was her name? Oji. Her name is Oji. Uh, someone said, hey, Oji, telephone. She looked at me, said, I'll be right back. And she walked down the shed road. That horse turned its back and pinned me on the side of the stall in two seconds. <laughs> she walked away. Boom. I'm on the wall. And that horse is just not slamming into me, but it was not going to let me do anything. She walked back, took and said, oh my God, I'm so sorry. She walked back, took hold of the rope and the horse says, okay, you can treat me now. And, and, uh, and I said, thanks, OG. <laughs> I won't forget that. <laughs> I'll remember you got to stay here and be here uh, with me. So at any rate, that's pretty much how it goes. And so some animals will let you go. Some animals will, are always going to be a bit touchy feely, but uh, to what you're what you're doing. But just just be patient, work with them. But all of them are not going to be like that. Uh, most of them are going to let you come in once you once you familiarize them and you start. You move up to the back and the top line. They're just going to say hello, and the drool is going to come out and and all that good stuff. So uh, no, don't worry about that. That is not the uh, typical situation. Uh, Maureen says, I use a semi and a Maya, see great results with both and spends an equivalent amount of time. Thank you, Maureen, uh, for sharing that with us. Uh, let's see. If they don't like the clicking, use the paddle. Great idea. The, the paddle does, does not click as loud as the other devices. And that's really, that's a great question, a great comment, Maureen. Thank you so much. If you're using a semi, for example, and you're using the paddle, or the Soul even, or the Semi-5, or the Vesta Duo, and you're using a paddle, uh, you'll put it on and you'll turn it up and to the highest and, you, and you'll and you see something and it'll go, but you won't hear it as much. They, it won't appear, but you're putting more energy with the paddle into the body. When you use those large coils or the butterfly, you're stimulating more tissue. It's more of a thing coming in like this, whereas the paddle is coming out like a, like a spotlight. As it, as it comes out of the device. And so the paddle doesn't seem like it's doing as much, but it's really supplying more energy into the area. If we want to talk gauss, it'll be supplying probably 40% more gauss to an area than the large loop or the uh, gauss or Tesla or the butterfly will, will provide. So again, great point there, Maureen, that the, the paddle is very effective. It just doesn't seem as intense in most situations as the, uh, as the other uh, attachments. And that's a hard thing to, to realize. It's like turning it up and down. Uh, some people feel like if it's clicking slower, it's lower, and that's not the case. It's clicking slower, it's higher. It's clicking faster, it's lower. 
So it's just one of those things that you have to kind of learn to and and deal with um, uh, as you begin to go along and learn and keep up with what you're doing uh, with the business with the business and with your with your clients. If there's any other questions? Um, hi, stunning, surreal, Sarial on uh, Castbox Live. Thank you for being with us. We appreciate that very much. And uh, we're here to answer your questions. Just put them in the uh, chat box on Facebook, YouTube, LinkedIn, or in the uh, put them in the chat box on uh, Castbox, and I'd be happy to answer the questions. Let's see if anybody has sent in a text to talk with me. Nope, no text. 502-599-9722. If you'd like to visit with me uh, live and ask your questions. If we don't have any other questions, I will, I'm not going to just hang around because we got to come back here in just a few hours. As I pointed out at the top of the show, uh, Dr. Amanda, we got a little, got our wires crossed here. Uh, I thought she was going to be with us at noon today, and she's actually going to be back with us at uh, four o'clock this afternoon uh, with myself and Elaine or with Elaine. We have to work that out. There's some conflict of schedules there as well. But Dr. Amanda, four o'clock today, Facebook, uh, YouTube, LinkedIn. We'll try to get the uh, cast box on with Dr. Amanda also. And uh, to, so you can ask your questions um, of Dr. We have questions from a doctor's perspective and the questions that you may have. Let's see. Um, oh, Sandy, this information is going to allow her to treat some additional horses. Perfect. That's that's what we want. We want you to be able to be uh, successful in uh, what you're doing and how you're managing your business uh, with MagnaWave uh, PEMF. Okay, let's see. It's 1245. Let's see if there's any other questions here that we need. If you got a question, please uh, put it in there. If you got a comment that you'd like to make, put the comment in. I'll read it, and then maybe that'll spur a question or whatever. Let's see, CastBox is moving along. Several people with us on CastBox today. We uh, up to, looks like we've got about 25 people with us. Uh, that's pretty exciting uh, on CastBox. And it's just amazing how things uh, continue to grow uh, and develop as we go along. So let's see, I don't see any other questions. Everything seems to be good. So let's do this. Uh, we do have to get ready for uh, Amanda here. Uh, this afternoon, and we want to be prepared uh, totally for that. So I want to thank you for being with me at this point. Had a great time, had some great questions, got some great explanations, I think. I don't know. I, I tried to make great explanations. Let's put it that way. But I certainly enjoy uh, being with you and answering questions that you have. And I look forward to meeting with you uh, in the future and uh, getting things handled happily, healthy, and with a lot of wellness. Uh, for your animals. So thanks for being with me on CastBox and on Facebook. We'll see you later. Have a great day. Bye-bye.